Coming up in this episode of the Kick Cast, a plant pot that takes care of itself, a water bottle that will light the way, and a way to make sure you get everything you need when you're grocery shopping. So sit back and relax. It's time for the Kick Cast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KitCast where we go out and find crowdfunding projects and let you know if you should back, sack, backtrack or sack them. I am KT Data, one of your hosts, and joining me is a man who loves to tell people what's on his desk, the one and only hey. Drew Tyler. Good morning, how are you? I do, I do. That is one of my favorite new game shows that I use to just learn how to make shows. Play what's on my desk. You could watch me almost every day, just like our page on Facebook, what's on my desk. I I enjoy the show, um, and I, I enjoy. I wish I could do it, but I'm in the middle of work, ninety right, hundred percent of the times you do this. So. Well, maybe we'll have to do like a weekend edition or something because it's really a quite. It, for us, it's like practicing and and getting to trying to break our system so we know where the flaws are. Because if you're making something and selling it to people for lots of money, you should probably use it. Yeah, and uh, but it's fun. It's a fun game. It's basically twenty questions. So yeah. uh, yes, you and I should play sometime. We'll do a Kickcast version. All right, if. The problem is if I use my desk, <laughs> good luck. I know. I know your desk. We should do one, though. We should do one where you and I both just uh, – it's this cross-promotion. We'll go to Ooh. what's on my desk, and we'll both find Kickstarter projects that we have laying around, uh, as I'm sure you have way more than I do, but I have several. And then we could try and guess which one it is with the 20 question. And I would totally guess Emoji Poop. The, the, I love how you could just pull a Kickstarter project right there. Yeah. Um, that was the OG, well, I've got, OG emoji poop, too. You see all these, like, co- copycats now, but this is an yes. OG one. <laughs> oh, ow, I can't I can't get it off. I was going to take my screen cover off because I have my Lego brick case on. I can't get it off, which is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I yep. do have plenty. Yeah, anyways, so if this, is your first, yeah, if this is your first time watching the show, first of all, welcome. This is really an excuse for me to hang out with Drew once in a while because I don't see him enough, even though we live an hour away from each other. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we invite you all to join us in this adventure. Um, so before we jump into our projects, we have one piece of news because it's Baby news. slow. Because I think there's this giant like Sprots event that's happening over the mm. weekend and no mm. one really cares about anything else, right? That makes sense. So here, here so let, 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 me, let me give you the situation, Drew. Have you ever been in this situation where you have a crowdfunding project and you're like, eh... You know, maybe we'll get five thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and but then you have all these ideas. I want to offer T-shirts. I want to offer stickers. I want physical editions, digital editions. You know, Skype sessions, and you know, I'll have yeah, dinner nice. with someone and stuff. And you end up with a rewards list of like three million tiers, right? Yes, happens too often. Yeah. Um, yes. and then you know what happens is you get to your goal, and then. Everybody's like, ooh, they got to their goal, and somehow you've gotten double your goal, right? It could happen. Could happen. So your campaign ends, and now you're sitting there, oh crap. I got books to fulfill. I got things there. You're getting emails from people. Where's my stuff? I want to change this, mm-hmm. this, and this, this. Um, mm-hmm. And you're just trying to figure out what to do, right? So, yes. What we wanted to talk to you today is actually today, Kickstarter posted a guest blog about a I think is probably a better way and a better way to navigate crowdfunding projects now because the landscape has changed. Back in the day, you do that big project, you get all that money, and you start doing what you want to do, right? 
Yes, yes. Um, I like the approach they're doing it better now. So it's a guest post that talks about how to chisel a project down to a manageable size. Um, and I, th- I think this is a kind of more important or a more a better way to actually do projects now because now you say you're doing a Kickstarter project, you're not going to get the thousands of people just to say, just because it's a Kickstarter project. Um, right. More And people are a little more skeptical about it too. So what this article is about is giving you ideas on how, sure, you have this giant project you want to do, but can you break it down into different pieces and do a series of mini Kickstarter projects? Say you have a prototype, um, and you just need to, or you need to finish off your prototype, do a little project on that. Once that's done, then go on to the next step of actually making the thing. And then the next step. So like in, in, in terms of a book, say that you wanted to do an art book, you do what one step is, Hey, I need money to help hire a photographer or whatever to actually take all the pictures. Okay. Once you got all the pictures, then you'd be like, Hey, I need money to actually print this book and work your way up to your largest project. Um, so, so my question there is, what does it say about like, what are your rewards? Like, you're still giving away the end product, like for each step, and be no, like, all right, no. So, so you figured out the way to do it, and I, what, the, what was the text? Was it? Um, uh, let's see, what was it? I, li- I liked it. Is uh, uh, let's see, what was it? Um, so, well, yeah, so. For some of this is like you break it down to all your tasks um, and then figure out what things are kind of those gateway ones. So like like the example is you can't lay out a book before the writing is done. You have to order wood before you can carve it so on. So you break them out. You develop your project in terms of those to help give you a better idea on what you want to do. And what you want to do is to get – figure out for your goals is to figure out how much of your minimum – how much minimum money you need to actually get to that point. Okay. Um, that makes sense. An MVP. Yeah. Minimum viable. So, um, parcel. like it allows you to pick a smaller target. So you're more likely to get it. And then what's happening is once you reach that goal, you're making sure your backers feel more confident about your project. Cause one, you reached your goal. And since it's a smaller project and you're not trying to ship a finished product all at once, they're going to be like, oh, he's done pretty good. So you may raise less money like that, but if you do multiples of them, you're more likely that second one, since people saw your first one was good, okay. hey, I'm going to I'm gonna help back this again because he, he delivered last time, and you're building right. that confidence through these series of projects and stuff. Right, that, that makes total sense because then people are on board and ready to just kind of deliver with you, keep riding through each new mm-hmm. project. Yeah. Makes sense. That that'll kind of break down your rewards in terms of that too. So if you, sure you can still do your big project, but have each of your reward tiers kind of geared for those mini goals to help build better confidence with people. Um and that helps you, you know, it's all about being cost effective and not trying to shoot for the moon. You know, you don't need half a million dollars to start a podcast. Right. I'm just saying. Right. I and how many times have we seen that and we just go, Who are these people? Yes. It's true. So that's that's what that's what I recommend people do because how many times have you seen? Hey, I want to do a Kickstarter project and like, okay, what's your plan? Well, I have this. I'm going to put it on Kickstarter. And I'm going to have a ton of money. Yep, yep. And from there, it's all gold. Change my life. Yeah. You wanna you wanna lay it out. And I know a lot of people are like, well, aren't you super micromanaging and stuff when you do it like that? Yes, but it's going to make your life 
a gazillion times easier. <laughs> right. The segmenting alone is probably going to help you just manage what you're doing each step along the way. And and I think it's just being wise about where those segments land. Right. If you do one for a documentary style and you say, okay, I'm going to focus on just just covering like the production part of things, and then we're going to do one where we cover copyright, you know, for sound or yeah. That see that does it makes sense it makes total sense yeah and I I I like this quote that I this is the quote I was looking for it says a campaign is more like a start of a process not the end um and I, right. I I like that idea of thinking saying sure you have that end goal project you want to do but don't treat your Kickstarter as that end hey, all I, for everything. I arrived right yeah. yay hooray we hit the deadline yeah because how many times have you actually also seen this where hey we did it we made the product and you're like so what's next uh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> are, are you gonna like try to sell it or something it's you know you got to plan a little bit more beyond that too so i I, right. I i like this advice um i suggest project creators go read this because this is a great one that they actually went and asked a whole bunch of campaign creators for their kind of insights and what they would do um, in terms of creating a project and just making sure it's manageable and not just pie in the sky because you're like, well, if we get the money, we'll do it like that. It's more like, well, if we get that much money, we know what we're going to do. This makes good sense. So that's, that's kind of our only news. It's like I said, slow news week, but we actually have a kick shout which are quick mentions to projects that we either think are cool or people have sent in and said, hey, could you mention this on your show? We will yep. definitely do that. You can always do that. Shoot us an email, tweet us. We'll always do that. This week, this is a cool one that I actually backed because I love the art style with it. Um, and it's called Jupiter Jet. So it's the story of Jackie Johnson, a 16-year-old girl who rides in the sky with an experimental jetpack that she found in her dead father's workshop and she does what teenagers would do with a jetpack. She steals from the rich and gives to the poor while keeping her neighborhood safe. Yeah. This sounds <laughs> just sounds just right. Um I I I I just like I said I love the art style. I know the power couple that's behind it. They if you guys are Star Trek fans and have not seen the Red Shirt Diaries, they are actually the couple that was behind that and I think their writing's brilliant. So that's why I say go check out Jupiter Jet on Kickstarter. They funded, but they still, you know, still time stretch goals. Yeah. All right. So for our first project of the night, and I don't, I don't know about you, Drew. Can you grow things? Well, I I have no problem growing things, but in my house, it is a running joke that there are many things that don't uh, grow. <laughs> there are many things. <laughs> like, anything that is living that is like, we'll buy basil. It won't make it like, you know, just anything. So the only, okay, okay there are two things in our house that are growing. One is a, a mother, mother-in-law's tongue, which really doesn't, what you is can't that? kill it. it you, you'll probably recognize it. Like it's this green plant that, that has like long flat leaves that kind of all come out of the center. And it's about two, two feet, three feet high. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but you can't kill it. And then it's the okay. other one surprisingly is our, um, for an anniversary one year, I got peach a lemon tree. And it's still Ooh. going and giving us lemons. Fresh lemonade. But that's yeah, outside, tiny, right? Tiny. No, it's tiny. It's in the oh, house. It's oh, wow. You have a lemon tree in your house? Two and a half, three feet tall. Like, it's a baby and all the leaves are falling off, but still blossoms are coming up every once in a while and it's still alive. But other than that, we've killed many a plant here, yes. yes. I, I, I also have to join you with that. Um, you know how people are like, oh, yeah, anybody can get a green thumb. I'm like, yeah, you give it to me. I can kill it. 
Um, it's either from overwatering, underwatering, not knowing what nutrients to put in. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I am terrible at growing things. And that's why when somebody suggested I get an office plant, I laughed at them. Um, (laughs) so like, can you do a cactus? Nope. Um, see, we've killed cactuses too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, what? So our first project may help both you and I. It is called the Growbot. It is the world's first fully autonomous smart planter. That's right. <laughs> I can't do it, so I'm going to let a robot do it for me and then reap the benefits of people thinking I know how to grow things. And you know, So it is, it, like, it is the pot? Yes, it is a pot that has its own water reservoir, and it also has another reservoir where you put in the plant food, you know, the miracle Grow or whatever. Wait, um, they need food? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And it also has an, you can actually put an attachment for a light. So say like in my current office, not the studio, but my current office, I don't have, or actually in the studio too, I don't get a lot, I don't get a lot of light. Yeah. Cause I block out the windows in the studio. So, um, it's, it's hard to grow. So you can attach a light to it. Um, it has sensors in it. So it detects when it needs water. It also detects pH, which is that I, I think that's why I kill a lot of my plants. I I screw up the pH (laughs) so badly. Um, and what it does is it monitors all of them and it knows when the plant needs the nutrients or when it needs the water and stuff. And what's super, super cool about this is the way it works is since they're in two containers and it only fills the the plant area when it needs it, you can actually use your own, you can use like not, you don't have to use soil, which is kind of cool. Um, cause it just delivers all the stuff to it. Um, I can show you oh. the picture. So here's what the inside looks like. So it has a little like tube like things that will you know pump the things to the right this is probably why i kill thing plants because i don't <laughs> the way i'm explaining it yeah like, um, wait there's tube things yeah with just water so for for the water and the plant food um yeah and you can use your own substrate um hmm. you could so, go soilless yeah it's it's totally soilless like they're using those lava rock hold things. on so the tube thing is just come back to that picture. Those are the roots, right? I th- maybe. I don't know. It doesn't explain how this works. <laughs> I'm telling I'm you guys, sure. I can kill anything that's in a pot. If it's going to be like soilless, <laughs> those have to be the roots because that's the way it's – okay. I've got it now. I've got it. Those are roots. Thank golly. I don't know. It knows how to control the water properly. So, <laughs> um, There's also an LCD display to tell you where the water is. Oh, um, with with that, and what's great about it is because I'm pretty sure me screwing up the pH balance is I'm like I'm giving it too much water, too little water. Yeah. Um, so what, what's great about it is the water reservoir only gives the right amount and won't let you oversaturate it, and um, you only need to fill up the water reservoir like two to three, you know, once every two to three weeks instead of daily, because. I think that's another problem for me is I'll either do it daily and do too much or totally forget and not do enough. Right. Not do enough. <laughs> I think I think that's key. I'm sending this to my piece right now. It's just it's the answer to all of her woes. Yeah. I actually read it and they come in three different sizes too. So there's a nano, which is an um a seven so they're all they're all seven inches wide at the base, but this one's nine inches tall and then nine inches at the top like, opening part. Okay. Yeah. So yep. it, yeah, it's it's kind of like a cone. Um, they also have another one that's ten and a half inches tall by nine and a half inches wide, and then they have a mega that's twelve inches tall and eleven inches wide. Um, that's a good. That's a yeah, good that's size. A good size. 
and they're huh. all weather 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 sealed too. So if you do need to take it outside, you can take it outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you have, you know, maybe for your lemon tree, you might not need the light attachment because it's the light's only going to go so high. Right. You all can right. just put it all in there, and then if you need to move it outside, you can. This is an amazing idea. Um, yeah, I, I I love it. It also comes. This is this is where it gets smart for me. Is it comes with an app. And that might actually help me too. <laughs> right, a little reminder to be like alert, alert. Um, you know, and it will tell you how much I need to do and stuff. And it does have a battery, but I could not, for the life of me, find um, how long it lasted. Good so, question. So I don't know if they actually have that those details on there or not. Um, like charging your plant planter would be a weird thing. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, a little, <laughs> kind of weird. A little bit. Um, and another cool thing about it is that there's a manual mode, which you can still use the sensors and stuff, but it won't automatically do all the stuff for you. So you still you have to manually do it. Um, and I like like how they describe it as like think of it like a real life Tamagotchi, where you can experiment with how much food to give it, how much water to give it, and maintain that. So it's not uh, it's not as automatic, I, I guess is the best oh, way to I say s- it. Because okay, um, that does sound like like. <laughs> yeah yeah because all yours yeah. mess it up if you want yeah well let's say in manual mode you can you can take control of the nutritional requirements by feeding your plants when it asks to be fed or even feed it more than it asks to be fed and you can also use manual mode to learn more about how different nutrients and ph levels affect your plants growth and lastly set custom modes for your plants using your, your own ranges that you prefer based on your own research so huh. you know you, right. you, you can tweak I- the settings and stuff um I'd have to let him just do it. Like I would just be beholden to whatever you guys come up with because I obviously <laughs> yeah, cannot like, keep things alive. Um, so I, I can give you all the data on how to kill it. <laughs> right, right. That's uh, that's what I know. Yeah, and I, what I liked about it is you can't. They so you, the question is so with all the nutrients and stuff because water obviously can take that off the tap. Um, mm-hmm. uh, is you have to use theirs or you can can you like go buy your own favorite brand and stuff um and they've made it so you can so you can buy their cartridges or you can just go to your home depot or local big box store i could just squeeze what, a yeah. miracle grow or something yeah down and in fit there. it in it's not going to require you to have any kind right. of special thing because they're like that's dumb <laughs> right right well that's good that's good thinking that's some good wholesome thinking right there so i yeah i really like this um it's a little pricey at a at a hundred dollars, a plant, but, a planter for that's a, that is a lot. But if your plant stays alive, it might be worth investing that so that you know that it's always going to be alive. Yeah. Take care of, yeah. <laughs> and the grief, the guilt that you feel when you kill a, a whole batch of cactuses over like three weeks, you might be able to like still live with yourself if you had one of these planters. Yeah, or or if you're like us and live in Utah where it's freezing cold right now, oh. you could you could have vegetables year round. That's that's true. That's uh, true. I wouldn't know how to do that. Veg- which I I mean I I kind of like the whole idea. I would love that. grass. I would put grass just so I could rub my face <laughs> on it. There's no grass anywhere near me. I have yeah. piles of snow up yeah, to my don't, ears. Don't, yeah, yeah. Don't you have like eight feet of snow or something? It's so like, much snow. It's about six feet, and it is just I walk I walk under it like it's yeah. It's your your much. neighbor used the backhoe or something. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that picture? Yeah. One of my neighbors was out with an actual like side it had like this side sweeper for like plowing but he was using the, like the hoe track hoe to like actually pull things up and out of the driveway into his pile yeah. 
You yeah. know it's time to leave state when that happens. Yeah, and I was looking at it, and I saw your mailbox, and the snow was as tall as your mailbox. I'm like, oh. yep, yep. <laughs> right now, it is, it is, it is up and around. It's yeah, you guys, I gotta get out of here. It's too much. It's too cold, and it's too much snow. I'm yeah. done. This is this now. You guys know why I don't visit Drew that often because <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess up here. I feel like I'm somewhere in The Shining. Like it's just unbelievable. Yeah. So is the robot backtrack or sack? I'll back that one. Like that to yep. me is a yes. f- fantastic, solid idea. And and we and I joke about Bluetooth with everything. Yes, but this is a like the science is all there to and it, and it's simplified. I I I'm liking that it's very much. We'll keep track of the pH balance and and the and the food and the water. Put a light on it. The things that plants need. There's not like whistles and bells that are like, hey, we can do this so we're gonna do this yeah. we'll put it on yeah. wheels it'll be like a Roomba plant yeah. you know? so I like it yeah and what's great is that light attachment it's not even required they're like well it just depends on where you're gonna put the pot yep I like that a lot alright so on to our next project speaking of light and water um, do you want to tell people how they yes. can have both in lights one? and water <laughs> that's exactly what this project is our second project is called the Hex Glow it's a bottle and light in one. It's seriously that simple. I could cover this project in like 30 seconds. They've got a water bottle that they put a light underneath of, and then they designed the the bottle itself so that it would reflect the light up and through, um, making it a gigantic lantern. It's a glow. It's a glowing lantern. So wherever you go, whatever it is that you're doing, your water bottle is your lamp. It's that simple. Yep. Turn it on, turn it off. You have a, a, a giant flashlight, a, a giant lantern. Giant flashlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lantern. Giant lantern. So then there's a couple of modes. Like there's a, I'm trying to like a, I'm not sure what the soothing mode, but basically it's a breathing light function, soft mood light. <laughs> um, it's got a rechargeable battery. It's got a strobe feature. Or so, yeah, uh, if you want to put choice. it on your bike and use that as your strobe light. I guess. All right, drive around with a strobe, and then people know where you are. But really, like, it's the size of a normal water bottle. The bottom base of it has the the like plug-in spot. You just plug your USB in and recharge it. 150 lumen with this little light thing underneath. Um, I like. There's just something like really simple and clean about this that I just absolutely love. It's so simple that that it's like, how, wait, we haven't done this before. We, we haven't put a light underneath of a big bottle of water i, I mean that's, that's you're gonna carry both those around most of the time anyway if you're going outside and you're like we're talking about like night running or night jogging night biking or just traveling a lot of people travel by bike we can't do that up here in ogden we'll, we'll get swallowed you by. can't do that in utah let's be honest <laughs> everybody owns a car no. uh manageable price like these things are like 28 bucks and You'd pay that much for a lantern and a water bottle of this quality. So I think when they retail, they're going to push them for forty. But it's a fantastic outdoorsy thing. I would, I would take this camping anywhere. Yeah. So and, that that's it. Yeah, and this was also voted by everybody who's watching the live episode in the chat room because we, we they did it, decide that this is what we were going to cover. So this is a solid BPA plastic bottle, uh, you know, that we all carry around anyway to drink, attached to a light. So this is the Hex Glow. Um, it is a, another back for me. The price is right. The the, the idea is just so clean and simple. Yeah, that, and, uh, and I, I like how, how they actually took advantage of uh, Kickstarter's uh, gallery proof of like prototype gallery, so you can actually see. Yeah, like this is what I u- usually do is take a disposable water bottle and use my phone to illuminate it. So <laughs> that that you know, but that takes two hands. So I, I like how they've integrated into their kind of. Yep. Whole water bottle system and yeah it's it's a pretty bright light um 
which I enjoy greatly. Yep, so. And it, and they designed some of those things, like the, the hex shapes to kind of reflect and push that light out even further. So it is it is just a very simple, clean, unique bottle. Um, I, I like it a lot. Yep. I like it a lot. And and it lasts about eight hours. It can last eight hours, standby. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's it, yep. Pretty, pretty straight, good to go. And yeah, this one's definitely a back for me too because I need to drink more water. So maybe carrying around something like this is going to help me. If you if you are an outdoorsy guy or or, or girl, or if you're I'm an, not uh, an outdoorsy guy, but I walk convention halls all the time. And but there you go, right? <laughs> and you, anywhere that you might need lights, that's what kind of makes sense is that you might need lights somewhere oh. and drink somewhere. They go together. I don't have to carry an on-camera light anymore. I can use this, right? Yes, you just put the water bottle right on top of your Talent's very face. camera. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Talent's it. face. I'm gonna, yeah. Hey, can you hang this around your neck? Yep. And then you get this horrible up light with it. That's a perfect one. So that is that's a back for both of us there. That's our project number two. Yeah. All right. So our our last project of the night. This is something that I I, I struggle with. So Drew, I, I know you're a big fan of the sweets and the candy, right? <laughs> Wait, that's a secret. Nobody knows. <laughs> so, um, let me set up the situation for you. Is, is this, this is like a nightmare for you. And so it's a nightmare for me too is okay. You have your secret candy stash, right? Hidden away from the kids, hidden away from the wife. They don't know where it is. It, that wife exists, knows, yeah, that exactly. exists at my, all. Right. Yep, yep. Um, and you're like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hang. What, what's your, what's your candy of choice? Smarties. Smarties. You're like, man, I, re- I really just want some Smarties. So you go into your stash, and you open it up, you reach your hand in, and there's nothing. It, it's a, it's a like, sadness I know well. That, 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 is, that is, I like, I, I hate it. Um, so this may actually help you. It is called the Shopper's List, and it's a gadget that will actually tell you when you need to reorder more candy or whatever. I mean, let's uh-huh. more candy or more food or whatever that you want and kind of create you a shopping list. So when you go to the store, you'll be like, Oh, I'm short this, this, and this, and I can get it. How, okay. So, so it makes the list for you or is it just like a voice recorder? It's like, remind me to get smarties. So that's the thing. It, it's an app that gives you a real time monitoring of how much stuff you have left. So you could put it in your fridge, put it on your milk or something, and you can tell how much, because what it is, there's two components. There's a Wi-Fi hub base station that okay. hooks up to your Wi-Fi network. And that's how you can get through the app and then from yeah. there you have these little tiny um weight plates that actually can detect ah. the weight ah. how much you have on there and what's and so like we've covered things like that before but the problem with a lot of those is you had to buy different sized plate things to, to right. Weigh, and right they're still rather pricey to be like okay how many things am i going to measure and i get three plates to choose which three things run out yeah right then, so, then this is interesting. So what the shoppers list does is so you have these tiny plates, right? And on the side of the shoppers list, there are magnets. And what you can do is actually connect more than one together. There's a picture of this and create a bigger plate station because all of them have individual microcontrollers and transmitters that can go back to the base station. And uh-huh. All you do is you open up the app and you say, hey, these four blocks are one one unit to detect with it. And then that will become you can make it whatever size you need how does it know and do you, i guess do you tell it like a bottle of syrup is x number of ounces and when it gets down to you know 2 ounces it should trigger and tell yeah, me that it's all you can figure that all through the app 
Um, you can't, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so I think it, what's great, and another cool thing about it is, and I, I, they don't have a picture of it, but it's in the video. The top of these devices have kind of this, like, it's, I think it's glass or some kind of surface that you can actually put dry erase marker on. Oh. So since they're all white, you can literally just, like, write on the floor for your, like, cookies or something. You just put cookies. Put it on there. This is what cookies are supposed to do. <laughs> so, like, you could actually have a giant plate of them and have multiple things on there. So they, they actually put this into a drawer, right, where obviously you're wasting space, right? Separating them is probably not the best idea. So you right. just put them all in a plate, and you'll just be like, okay, these first four plates – are for the bread. These next two plates are for the rice roni or whatever. You just put them on top of there and just say, Hey, these are full right now. And when they start getting low, you can order more and, or have it let you know that you need more. Um, they all run, they run on watch batteries. Um, uh, okay. Okay. And according to them, uh, they last about 12 months with one battery. So, uh, the other thing I couldn't find is if you can replace the batteries or not, but it seems like you can replace the batteries that, I mean, that's, that's why they picked the CR 2032. Which is a right, common watch battery. You, I was going to say you wouldn't do that unless you could replace it. So the question is, how many of the little mini pads do you get in a set, and how much is this thing? Because what, I have some caveats. Like I feel like great idea. The nice thing is that you could almost set it and forget it. Like if certain things are always in the same place in your house, like flour, sugar, you know that kind of stuff, then then it'd be nice to get that. You know, look at the app and go, yeah, I'm short on that. But how many of these things can you really weigh? So the small pack comes with 10 of the mini weight pads. Um, you get one in 10 and the um, 10, and that's $94 uh, plus shipping, I believe. Um, Interesting. The medium okay. pack okay. is you get 30 of them, and then the large pack you get 60 of them, and then there's an extra large one that you get 90 of them. Um, and each of the squares are about three inches by three inches. So depending on which is which is enough, right? Like a three inch square would fit like a can of Pringles or most most smaller things. Yeah. But I, yeah. Okay, I'm learning. This is a, so so. I've seen plenty of the CES things over the years where um, it's it's done by like the sensors are are less less weight and more of uh, electric. I'm trying to think of the right electronics. word. Electronics. It's kind of like, trying, like the, yeah. there's something circuitry that's like, you know, saying there are this many things in inventory. So here's my only beef with this. I like the idea. I don't love the look of these plates, like these little mini things. They feel very almost like a whole bunch of sticky notes underneath of something. Like because of their shapes, they feel very like square (laughs) they're they're three by three inch glass squares essentially (laughs) they don't look like well i don't know they don't look like glass so maybe that would help the feel but i kind of get this feeling that it's like a weird aesthetic to add like these little things underneath everything yeah well according to them the top is glass of some sort and that's why you can use dry erase marker on them so then, so then yeah. there's only like in all of their pictures, there's like two or three that I go, okay, that makes sense. You know, that looks pretty and realistic. Maybe it's partly that their branding is so big on yeah, everything. So I mean, like the, here's what is that? Twelve of them hooked together yep. um, into one large plate. Um, yep. So that that's kind of what it looks like in terms of the thing. And you like like I said, they can you can write on them. They do have a stretch goal if they get enough uh, to get different colors. If they get fifty thousand dollars. Oh. That they're looking at like light green, light blue, and beige. And maybe that would help, right? To get something that just kind of gets out of the way. Right now, the yeah. Shoppers List logo is very large. Yes, you could write on it. Yeah. But there's something about that square base. Like, I don't know. Not. I'd want it to disappear. 
And yeah, I feel like, like these right now are kind of yeah. All, like, in in, the, in the fridge, it looks a little funky, but when you yeah. if you look in the video, they have them in a drawer. Those and, look normal. And those, like you can't see natural. them because you, your stuff's covering them. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, the the bowl that they have a bowl where they put some apples in, uh, and that was strange because it's like a rounded bowl with this big square thing underneath, and it's like clear off the tabletop, please. Like, <laughs> I get it? Yeah, I, I I like these a little bit more than some of the other ones because one, since you can use the squares to get whatever size you need, that that, that gives you a little bit more flexibility. And two, yeah, since most yeah. of the electronics are in the hub and not in the thing in the actual sensors. It allows them to be a little bit smaller and thinner too, so you can fit them in drawers and That's not like take up half of it just because you have a scale in there. So here's what I think would make more sense than just like home use. I would see this in like a, a small business type of ice cream shop or like a fizz where these things are kind of built into whatever your you know whatever whatever it is, and then the ordering, which is something that has to happen in a timely manner, that type of replenishing of of cups or straws or whatever can happen. Uh, but but in the, I don't know. I have other ways to keep track of my kitchen items. I don't know. I'm 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 terrible at it because when I'm like at the store, I'm like, oh, I need to get more eggs, or oh, I needed to get something, but I don't quite remember. So I can pull out the app and see how much of all the stuff I have at home. That could or, work for me. Or, I think or it will problem- or it will ding me, so I know I need to stop at the store because I've done that don't before. Where like, oh, I'm gonna go make this, this, and this, and I get home. And I'm like, yes. crap, and yes. it's cold outside, and I'm like, screw it, we're eating ramen noodles tonight. I have, yes, I've done that. <laughs> my problem would be in my fridge, I have so much stuff in my fridge on every shelf that like stacks on top of itself, on top of itself, that I wouldn't be like, okay, was this one pack of eggs, or is this the eggs with the uh, like the bacon on top? Like, you know, <laughs> what what weight are we looking at here? But um, I like the idea. It's going to be a track for me. I feel like it's it's great. Um, they've got a fantastic idea. I don't see a lot of traction yet yeah. on this one. Um, and so that's, that's why for me, it is also a track because if you look on their page, they're looking for a thousand dollars. They've only had one backer. Um, they did just launch so that there's that, right, um, right. but it's also a flexible goal and they just, there's just a little shy of having all the information that would make me comfortable to actually backing this. Um, that I that because like you don't see the app, so they don't have the app. It's they they list it as a concept page, so it's not a physical yeah. product. But they don't even have mockups of what the app would look like, other than this like tiny little thing right here, where yeah, it's not like milk. There's and, a, you know, yeah, yeah. That I think I'm with you. Like it feels like it's just great prototype, great idea. But if you've got a great team of like six people on your team. You should probably have six people backing by yeah, now. Yeah, uh, but I, I love the idea of the magnets and just being able to size that scale just to your right size. Um, yeah, and not, yeah. I mean, because you know me, I'd be like, well, I need like I'm just going to order like all the sizes of the scales, and I end up using three of them because the other ones are too big or too small. Um, Any so, idea what they'd use that thousand dollars for? I feel like something like this would take ten to forty thousand just to get off the ground. A thousand just seems like a so we'll make we'll make a pair. So yeah, that that's the other thing is I the uh I think they slimmed it down low hoping that they'd get to that level quick. Um somebody probably gave them that advice, but at a thousand mm-hmm. I don't think that's enough to go into right. production with these. Right. I I feel like they're they're, they're too low too low 
Uh, and if they're serious about this, every one of those team members should put $200 into it. There's six of them. That would give them $1,200. Go, you know, go do what you're going to do with your thousand. Um, yeah. And they, 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 yeah, cause they do have a very aggressive, and, they're like looking for testing in May and shipping in September. And the, and the stretch is at 50,000. So it's like when we get 50 times what we asked for, it just, Mm, I think it went too low with that. Let's give too too. But I will be tracking this. Yep, I like to definitely. see where it goes. So good luck to Shoppers List. All right. <clears throat> so now it is time for our sack of the week. These make me laugh. Um. And so have you have you ever done this? Um. You go fill up your gas, right? You you, you fill it up when you're done. You put the thing back into the gas dispenser, and then you put your cap on. And yeah. as you're driving away, you look in your rear, in your side view mirror, and you see the gas door is still open because you forgot to hit it. All right, once, twice, yeah, maybe. I've I've done that a couple times. So our sack of the week is a project called the automatic fuel door. The AFD. They, they are developing a way to close fuel doors in cars automatically. <clears throat> um, that's all I know. That's all. <laughs> It's a safety hazard when it's left open, so we're making a solution. With many cars on the road, we noticed a lot of people tend to leave their, leave their fuel tank open after fueling up. We came up with the AFD closer. And that's it. There's that's no, it. I mean, this is a Photoshop shop job where they put the letters AFD on a stock photo of a gas tank. Um, <gasps> and that's it. The irony is, if you look at the tiers, you can't get an AFD in any of these tiers. No, you may get e-cards and t-shirts. Yeah, and if you pay them $100, you get a t-shirt and weekly emails and updates about the design. If you pay $500, (laughs) you get a DVD of the project design. At $500, I better get the AFD. Right, you should just hand me one. However, no, I get it. Like This is probably something that's very difficult to put on your... Like You don't just buy... uh, what are these fuel doors right you don't just buy these little things and walk into to the to the auto body store and be like i need a new fuel door because it's specific to your car so i can see where that would be hard to tear out you still have something give me something like anything at all yeah wow Um, 500 you should come out to my house and install it for me yeah and the other thing is they have you know there's no timeline on the project how long they're going to get it Everything's an estimated delivery in March 2017, which, yeah. That's, that's about a month away, about the time this closes. They're asking for $10,000, which is asking a lot for no information. Do you think maybe they're just one of those, like, conspiracies? St- like, just really worried. Like, we would tell you exactly how we're working it, but somebody would steal our idea, idea and then we'd be out. Yeah, Somebody's a, l- a little it. bit of that and a little bit of uh, this might be one of those where people are just trying to get your money for no apparent reason. No, for no reason. Well, uh, that's the case. They shouldn't have hit for ten thousand. Like, if this is a full like funded or none, they should have just been like one thousand, right? These guys should be switching with the uh, what was the one, the one we just did? The uh, shoppers list. They should be sw- they should swap it. Yeah, that that one can hit ten thousand. This one's barely going to hit a thousand. Yeah, <clears throat> but if, I mean, yeah. If this was legit, get, prove to me that you're legit. Put a video up. Give me yep. a plan, something, a sketch, something. At all. Show me you can do it. Yeah, I, this is a this is a sack. Sorry, it's just not quite baked. Yeah. Um. So that's why I tell people, yeah. Um. But you know, if you give them five dollars, you get an e card. 
And I'm not a fan of paying to get updates on the project. Should be doing that all, no matter. Yeah, what. right. Yeah, the only one I ever did that for, and it was nice, was um, I am Big Bird, the documentary. That one was fantastic little personal blog that they gave you access to. So the updates were on the show that they were building, but it was also a really like cool tier level that I think everybody got. But it was that behind the scenes. Guess who we're talking to today? Here's a little snippet from a two minute interview that we'll use in the movie. Like that kind of stuff was really that one was cool. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah, that's why. I mean, I'm getting updates for the Bill Nye documentary I backed. They're they're going to be premiering this year. So I'm excited for that. Wow, very cool. Very um, cool. What I'm not excited about is this this is actually the end of the show. So if you guys have suggestions for sacks of the week's projects you want us to talk about, or you have a project you want us to mention on a kick shout, shoot us an email, uh kickcast at ktdata.net or on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash kickcast, or on the tweeters. I think that's where you and I are most active is on the Twitter machine I, thing. I tweet pretty good. I tweet pretty good. Um <laughs> At night twenty K N I T E two zero for Drew, at KT Data for myself, or at Kickcast for the show. Well, you you send us a tweet, we'll respond to that. Um, yeah, Bill. Yeah, uh, our of course our next episode is somewhere in February, February thirteenth. Ooh, right, right before the day of love. Right, right before where you know people make me self aware that I'm single yet again. Oh, actually, it is actually it is on Valentine's Day. So we might oh, not have, show is yeah, yeah yeah we might not have a show that day. Um, I'll probably be out of town. Yeah, well you know out of house. Yeah, we we or in house and the kids are out of town. <laughs> yeah, that's a show. <laughs> That'll be the show in place of we will watch Drew try to woo. It'll be the Drew woo, <laughs> the Drew woo show. Why don't you have a show like that? That is a good show. The Drew like show idea. where people send in and ask you for suggestions on relationship suggestions. I'm very good at relationship advice. I'm very good. That, at that should be another weekly show. You run off Vidpresso so people can like real time send you in. Drew Woo. Send me questions. send me questions and I will put them up on the screen, not anonymously, and we will discuss your <laughs> your needs. I like this idea. Anyways, we'll we'll figure out some time to record that week. Well, you know. Yep. Yep. So, um, before we go, Drew, and you guys can always pay attention to our social media channels or on uh, kickcast.net, um, which just recently got moved to a new web server. So, it should, it should be slightly faster now. Oh, um, yay. Uh, Drew, do you got anything to plug before we go? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think that I have anything new. I'd like to shout out everybody that that helped me out last week when I, when we, two weeks ago, when we talked about how Lego Bean needed a little bit of a, a kickstart. For her subscriber base, she was very excited to make things. So that new video came out last week, and she'll be doing one weekly from now on. So yep. that's that's awesome. So that was kind of fun to get her into motion. But I'll, I'll just shout out a thanks for that. Yeah, I'm excited because I've been talking to Drew. We're gonna do some kind of collaboration that may involve me doing stupid it things. Maybe the, the only time that that you get to uh, play video games with a girl too. So. I'm just saying, <laughs> this might be it. I was so. thinking of like throwing water balloons at each other, but hey, oh, sure, that's good. sure, that's video, good. video games work too. So <laughs> collab something. That's good. We'll come up with something. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, we will see you in two ish weeks. Until then, bye bye. Bye bye.